Hello and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Rewind. My name is Travis and thank you for joining one more time. And, uh, you know, before we get into this episode, I just I just want to say that uh, these last uh, few episodes I've been doing kind of solo here. It's uh, it's been kind of nice and, and relaxing that uh, uh, someone's knocking the door right when I. Right when I start recording here, I'll, they'll just go away. I'll, that's fine. So, so anyways, as I was, as I was saying, yeah, just doing these, doing these solo eps, uh, yeah, it's been kind of fun, you know, because no interruptions or anything like that. God, what? The? God, it must be Jehovah's Witness or something. Uh, maybe. Go away. All right. So um, now that uh, I, I probably got rid of them, so um, let's. Oh, Jesus. Okay. What do you want? Oh. Hey, my man Travis! Oh my god. Hi three! No. I'm not <laughs> COVID, I can't touch you. I'm not making physical contact. Hey everybody, it's Chris. Hey, it's Chris. Yeah, it's it's Chris. Smells of desperation from one end of the table. And I'm looking at it. Oh uh, what? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, hi, so how you Mr. Hi, Belden, how have you been? Hi, d- don't use my name. Uh, <laughs> how How's how's life been treating you? This is I haven't seen you. I thought you were dead. <laughs> you put your glasses on. <laughs> you think COVID's just taking everybody uh, by storm? Yeah, huh? I, I just or been, Harvey. I've been locked up here this whole time, so uh, I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so did you, I guess you just knew that I was recording and decided to come by. So that's nice. So um, what's what's new with you? Ah, uh, nothing, man. Yeah. I, I I heard that you actually got out of your house for once. I went to the movies. Oh, I did. Yes. Yeah. So I yes. just had to come to make sure that all your senses were still working and you were in good faculty. Well, it takes about two weeks for fo- for COVID to kick in, right? So yeah, about three days actually for you start seeing symptoms. Oh, so. then I'm good then. For now. <laughs> for now. Just wait till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't joke about uh, COVID symptoms, there, Chris. That's not that's not very sensitive to the uh, people. So anyway, yeah, so I, uh, yeah, that's what, actually, it's funny you should mention that because that's what the episode was going to be about. What? I know. Wow. You what picked- could have possibly gotten you out of the house? Well. What's this huge blockbuster that's oh, better than anything ever made that I, made you risk your life I to get life. locked in a room I with a bunch of other people and watch? I risked life and limb to go to the movies and watch New Mutants. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. Well, here's the thing. I was thinking about it. You know what? They've been so determined and so persistent by God. I figured, you know what? I gotta, I gotta be there for him. You know, I gotta, I gotta show my support for these, <laughs> these little rascals. These, uh. This little uh, the troop that wouldn't that wouldn't go down, right? The roach that wouldn't die, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> Three years worth of stomping. It's like I mean, at this point, just call them the old mutants, right? I yeah. guess or but, the mutants. Yeah, <laughs> it's the middle age mutants. I, you know, it's just it's just weird because um, you know this movie was originally supposed to come out on my birthday, two, two and a half years, years ago. ago. Yeah, so um, I figured. You know what? I, I gotta I gotta go check it out. It was supposed to come out in April of 2018, and then, then like August of 18, and then uh, and then, and then 
April of 2019. Well, all this was going on. The Disney Fox thing was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were still getting trailers here and there. Mm-hmm. They said they were doing reshoots mm-hmm. um, like a year and a half later. <laughs> and uh, we, But we never heard. They never went to do the reshoots. There's some weird stuff about reshoots never happened. I don't know what happened. The point is, these kids were so young that they were aging <laughs> during the time frame. <laughs> so they couldn't actually do the reshoots or, or something to that extent. Anyway, um, yeah, so when, when I heard that they were, it was actually coming out during the middle of a pandemic and mm-hmm. the theaters weren't even open, I was like, what? no, uh, no. And this is June. This is and June. And then July. Yeah. And now we're in August. We're yeah. about to end August. Yeah. And I was like, I said, I said to myself, you know what? How, how funny is that going to be when all this time they kept pushing it back, pushing it back, delay this, delay that. And all these other movies were coming out. And now when it finally is able to come out, nothing else is playing. <laughs> it's almost as if they planned that stuff. Uh, it was some kind of yeah. genius uh, uh, coup on their part. Christopher Nolan's grinding his teeth right now because he wanted to pop the cherry. He did. Like, He'd been yeah. waiting. He'd been pushing the movie back every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, are we talking about uh, Tenet? Yeah. Tenet? Yeah. You call it Tenet. I call it Tenet. <laughs> Whatever. Tomato, tomato, it's all, it's all red and gooey. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Tini, <laughs> which Tine? I have tickets for for Labor Day. Of course you do. Is yeah. that when it's coming out? Uh, apparently, as of today, August thirty first, uh, they're already showing having showings at Studio Movie Grill. I think. Okay. Um, well, I'll believe it when I. Well, no, I shouldn't say I believe it when I see it because I I did that for New Mutants. I, believe, <laughs> I said <laughs> I believe it. I believe it when I see it, and I saw it. So, so this is normally the time of the show where we would start talking about the movie. Right. But we're not going there yet. We're not? No. Okay. Because I used to frequent this place a lot mm-hmm. before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And then once the pandemic started, we came over to watch wrestling one night. No, we didn't. And uh, you gave us hand sanitizer and we were six feet apart. You were holed up in here for a minute. So right. what, what, was the, what was the factor that made you finally say, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> you answer your own question. <laughs> I just said fuck it. <laughs> Was it that easy? Yeah. Well, because, uh, yeah, with all the um, the safety measures and the social distancing and stuff. And um, I said this with Xavier on a, on a previous, uh, when all this first started, mm-hmm. because before the theater shut down, they were going to stay open and do social distancing then, yeah. but that's when the shit hit the fan and like everybody shut down. But we were think we were talking about the episode and we're, and we're like, wait a minute, hold up. You mean to tell me that I can go to the movie theater and nobody can sit around me? <laughs> you got me. Where do I get my tickets at? Because this is gonna be fun. and uh, yeah. So that was one thing. Um, I did go on the website uh, to the theater website and I did read where like what they're all doing. And they're basically like disinfecting the whole place before yeah. it opens, like massive sprays and all this other stuff. And they're cleaning in between theaters. Of course, this is what they're saying they're doing. Yeah. But when so let's let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about our experiences going into the the movie theater. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, you went first I on went, a Friday. I went Friday. That was the first day of release of release. Yeah. So uh, in the first showing. Yeah, this wasn't like normal where you would get a Thursday night release like at seven or eight o'clock, which I would normally do. Right. There wasn't any of that. Friday was the beginning. 
Right. And you were there. And the first showing of the first day was at three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So it just so happened. I was, that was my last day of my vacation. So I had nothing to do. And my wife got off early. So I was like, hey, guess what we're doing today? <laughs> and she works in retail. So mm-hmm. she's around people. It's not, it's not a big deal for her. Right. As we are. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but uh, not to that extent. Not to that extent. She's yeah. in. But yeah. So, um, so we're we're both cool with going out. Like we, we okay. You made it sound like I like I locked the doors and I shut the blinds and everything. And I was not. I was here. No, we've been <laughs> out. We've gone to the store and yeah. gotten done done things. Went to the restaurants and things like that. We we've been out okay. as normal people do, Chris. <laughs> but. Um, so anyway, this is our first chance to actually go to the movie theater, right? So, we, we like I said, we were there the first day. It was three o'clock showing, so around two thirty. We got there around two thirty because we didn't know like how what the process would be to get in if they're going what what they're going to do, line us up or whatever, yeah. decontaminate you when you put in your yeah right. Machine. So so we got there at two thirty, but we're like the only ones there, right? The only other cars were like employees. <laughs> so gotcha. we're like, okay, let's just hang back here for a minute because it was still hot and humid from the weather. So about 2.45, I was like, okay, it's 2.45. They've got to be opening the doors by now. All right, so we, we got up. By the time we were walking up, there's already like three, four other couples mm-hmm. coming in right at the same time, but the doors were locked. So we're all just kind of, we're already social. <laughs> we're already the like- The doors were locked? Yeah, we couldn't get in yet. Wow. So we're already like huddled up or going to run the doors. <laughs> already strike one, right? We're already like disobeying <laughs> the rules. So- um, Anyway, it was like 2.50, 2.55. They finally opened the doors and let us in. And I had bought my tickets online. So just so y'all know, like whenever you go into the movie theater now, um, it's more, I guess, sanitized for lack of a better word. But like when you go to the concession, did you buy anything? I didn't buy no. anything. I didn't buy anything. But um, they have it to where like if you buy food with like um, toppings and shit, like that's all. It's not like self-serve anymore, right? Mm-hmm. They have like packets you can get for like ketchup and things like that. Mm. Um, just like restaurants do restaurants you, they don't have any out and open yeah. stuff anymore so it's the same thing like that um, they even said that if you bought like the yearly big mug that you can bring in there and get free refills for the whole year that you can't do that anymore because this self-service thing is gone yeah. now so so stuff like that has been removed and first of all it was like really eerie because it was really quiet and we're like one of t- 10 people in the theater. So, um, but we go there and he- what they do with the, with the tickets is what we've been doing for the past two, three years anyway. Scan it off your phone. Yeah. I just ha- have my phone that I scan it and I'm done. Mm-hmm. The only thing, the only difference now is you don't get the stubs anymore, yeah. which kind of sucks, but it is what it is, right? If that's my sacrifice. So be if it. you use the kiosk next to the door, you can, when you walk up to the, oh, okay. to the aisle, then and you just scan it and go. Oh, okay. So if, you, if you're that kind of person that wants to have yeah. relics or stuff. So, um, so yeah, scan, we got scanned in the, at the podium. We went into the theater. First thing, okay, first of all, it's like less than 10 minutes before the movie starts, right? So we're just, we get there, sit down. They're doing the... Newbie commercials? Yeah, with Maria, Maria Menounos. Menounos. Yeah. Um, Polly Pocket. You know, I got to say, when I first... Walked in and it was first started playing. I was like, ah, I remember that tone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend, right? <laughs> so, um, so we sat down and the, so, you know, the little Cinemark logo came up and, sh- you know, the sh- Cinemark asked that you silent your phone or whatever it says, you know? Yeah. So right there, I was like, okay, here go the trailers. Boom. Let's go down. Movie starts. I was like, what? 
What? Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, if this is another sacrifice that we have take to it, do, take it and go. Take it. I will gladly sacrifice twenty minutes of trailers that I've already seen online. Yeah. Because let's face it, trailers is a bygone thing. Like everybody sees trailers now. There's trailers for trailers. Exactly. So <laughs> and I don't know if it was just like a one off situation because of what was happening it was the first week going in and maybe they don't know what trailers to play yeah. because they don't know what movies are going to come out. But if I was to answer a survey right now, kill trailers, kill the trailers. I moving right into the, into the movie. It's great. Lights go down. Movie starts done. Um, that was my experience going into it before we get into the actual movie. What about you? Did you have any similar? Um, um I got Saturday tickets at one o'clock PM. Um, was the first showing I think of the day yeah. in general. Um, got there like at, uh, 1255, there was maybe a dozen cars in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, there was maybe total about eight people in the room that was with me and it was the big room. Yeah. That's what we were in. Yeah. We're in the big room. Room four, I think. And yeah, there was nobody in there. Um, I, I took the reason that I felt a little more comfortable going to the movies is because recently I went on vacation and oh, I was on four different planes and I was I'm going to bite my tongue on this one. <laughs> I, I was masked up. I had my hands in my pockets and my jacket pocket. I didn't eat anything. And I just I just kept to myself for those th those hours that I was in the plane each way. And um, even though I was in another city in another state in another time zone, I was still masked up when I left. Um, when it was just the three of us in the in our B&B. I was, uh, that's when I let my guard down. But other than that, I felt comfortable. I didn't have, I didn't get any, any, I didn't feel sick. So I was like, you know what? That's the, that, that's the best way to go. If I'm going to go and put myself in this situation again, I'm masking up. I'm not eating. I'm not, I'm not going to put my, I'm going to do as lowest risk as possible. Given the circumstance, I sanitize my hands and, and everything. So I felt, I felt comfortable. With Which being says a lot because you are a sweaty I, motherfucker. I'm the last guy. You know, when, <laughs> when the pandemic started, I was literally the last guy in our branch to start wearing masks. Everyone else did and I didn't. Yeah. So it be, it, it's once it, eventually the seriousness set in for me and I was like, ah, fuck, here we go. So I did not get the benefit of not having trailers though. Yeah. Not trailers? only that I had trailers. You had trailers. Yes. Okay. But not only did I have trailers, one of the first things to know of when you're working in retail is to know when you're being sold to. And I was being sold to at the theater. Okay. Because Cinemark had a specific commercial where the commercial started with the screen the size of a phone showing clip a clip from Wonder Woman 84. Okay. And it said, this, this might be the future, but that's not the way to enjoy cinema. The way to enjoy cinema and the, the phone oh, screen starts fading out okay. and the sound starts piping up. So they're like anti-streaming the, services. They're anti-streaming <laughs> anti services because you mentioned on, the, on one of your recent episodes of the whole Universal right. fiasco that AMC's booting them out. And I think Regal's also booting yeah. them out because they're, they're doing VOD and theater. Well, they made a deal, but yeah, yeah, yeah it was a thing. At that time. Yeah. So they're, they're trying to sell you that, nah, man, you need to come here. If you want the experience, that's interesting. And and I was like, it's interesting that you got that the day after I got. Yeah. I went there among among a couple of other trailers, and um, and then the movie started. How many trailers? Do you remember how many? Trailers I think got? it was just two. Okay, compared so to six or yeah. seven, and that's fine. If you want to do trailers, two because that's how three. it used to be back in the day. It wasn't like thirty minutes worth of trailers, and then the army commercial, and then the coke commercial, and then the hey, remember Cinemark's the place to be. 
and then the they army finally, commercial. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. Yeah, it used to be just a, just maybe maybe yeah. two or three trailers, maybe four trailers. And then if you actually, because I was a projections back in the day, if it was a big release, it's like five trailers. Yeah. And then as the weeks went on, you just took the trailer out and yeah. be done with it. AMC's but, notorious too, not putting all the blame on re, on uh, Cinemark. Uh, AMC's notorious too for uh, big releases showing at least half a dozen, maybe even more than that. Um, yeah. And they and they're more specific. They'll play more trailers if it's their exclusive movies. So they'll already have their three or four trailers that they're supposed to show. Mm -hmm. And then if there's one or two movies, whether it's indie or a movie that specifically they're getting only, then they'll add that to it. So you'll get a lot. Yeah. You'll go through your whole freaking tub of popcorn before the movie even starts. Yeah. (laughs) And that was part of the problem I I was having with movies. Like, matter of fact, before all this happened, I was, I just had to talk to my wife about why don't we just start going in like 10 minutes late to the movie theater? You know? Mm -hmm. Which I I actually did on Sunday. Did you? Yeah. Probably because you fell asleep. But there, <laughs> I know there's, a, there's a theater in California where as soon as the door shuts at the start time. You're done. You're done. You can't. Yeah, you uh, can't get in. I can't remember what the name of it. Arc, Arc Light? I think that's the name of the theater. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So um, so you, okay, we, uh, we were both wearing masks, right? There's a requirement. And we were in the same theater we went to. Yeah. Well, just two different, somewhat different experiences as far as the pregame. Yeah. <laughs> so, and as far as us going in, of course, we were, we were wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I, once I sat down in the seat, mask came off. Like, I'm not going to sit. Really? I, I wasn't going to sit like an hour and a half, two hours, like breathing through a mask. Interesting. Yeah. Because look, first of all, we were the, it was the first showing, first day, first, we were the first people in the It seats. had to have been as clean as it would have been. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and secondly, yeah, there wasn't anybody in there and we're just, and we're stationary, right? We're not moving. There's no one around us. I don't know if you... Well, I'd be surprised if you, did you, if you read the all the stuff that they did for Cinemark. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing they did was they did something to their air filtration yeah, system. Yeah, they, they upgraded the so it's a hundred percent more concentrated clean yeah. air. So it's it's yeah. not just it's not just recycling the same yeah. air coming in and going out. They have some kind of HEPA filters among other things, something yeah. like that, to where it's 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 cleaning the air out as it's going back in right, yeah. or going back out. So um, that was another thing that made me kind of. Mm-hmm. Breathe a sigh of relief, you know that. Okay, even though because that's the thing that everybody is kind of complaining about. Well, if you can go to the, the restaurants, things like that, it's the same. You're still breathing in the recycled the, the air that's being filtered mm-hmm. through. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm cool. Look, look. If you're gonna take your mask off to eat or drink, might as well. Your mask is already off yeah. anyways, right? So, yeah. and it's not like there was someone in front of me. There wasn't like anybody behind me. Yeah. So. No. There was nobody beside you because Cinemark takes off the two chairs right. beside you. Uh, I think AMC takes the two chairs beside you and the two chairs in front and behind you. Well, you don't but need I'm to do that sure at Cinemark because they have the stadium, it's, seating, it's the stadium and, seating and it's, it's yeah. spaced out enough as it is. Yeah. So, I look, for me, as I'm a pretty avid moviegoer, right? You got the new car smell, basically. I got the new car smell. Yeah. And before we get into the movie theater, we're just going to wrap this up on the, on the talk, the theater talk. I was... I enjoyed my experience. It, it felt as much of a as much of a regular experience as it was. I had my yeah. mask on for the two hours, but I've already been wearing my mask so much that it's already becoming second nature to me. And yeah. I have a cloth mask, so it's comfortable. And it's not like those surgical masks with the little string that yeah. kind of leave the marks on your ears and all that other crap. And see, that's my so, thing. That's what I have is the little surgical mask thing. Yeah. Um, so it, it is what it is. It's yeah. it's not like. I, I don't want to get into a big... <laughs> it's not like it's going to save your life or anything. I'll just put it like that.
mutants are dangerous. This place takes your greatest fear and makes you live through it. That'll help a kid sleep. Rated PG-13. Get tickets now. Start scene. The movie begins. Two and a half years. Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, first start, the the old, the old former Fox logo. Is yeah, now 20th, 20th Century, Century Studios. Studios. Which I mentioned that in the, in yeah. the previous episode, but I just like to point that out. that Because that went under the radar for a while. Like mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised that wasn't a bigger talking point. Uh, but yeah, 20th Century Studios, not 20th Century Fox anymore. So that's interesting. I guess that's any other film that was in development through Fox, I guess that's going to be released mm-hmm. through that through that company or whatever yeah. you want to call it, that umbrella. Yeah, umbrella. That's what it is. So um, Smart. Yeah. Um, if you see, if you, if we go, once we start getting into the content, if we start picking at some of the content, there's stuff in that movie that I don't think to any that it would have a Disney sticker on it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. So and, and, and we'll get into this right now. So uh, I'm just gonna lay this out here. If you listen to these episodes before, you know, spoiler alert. We're, Spoilers. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about the movie as if you've seen it. So if yeah. you haven't seen it, we'll put hit the pause button, go watch it, come back, let us know. Yeah. Um, or tell us how we did here. So we're not going to go deep dive into it. We're not going to do scene by scene or anything. We're just going to talk about some of the talking points, like the, some positives, like, some negatives, positive negatives, the, yeah. the, uh, the characters, maybe the cast, uh, the plot, things like that. Um, how it ties into anything else that it might tie into. Um, so you gave a warning up front about spoilers. I'm going to give a warning up front which probably will not surprise you or most of our listeners. Mm, what's that? I know little to nothing about the New Mutants. I don't think that surprises anybody. <laughs> so I say that not, so, not just because you're going to be taking the lead, but because there's a lot of people that, like me, are getting into new franchises, especially in a time like this. So mm. this could be New Mutants for dummies. <laughs> Exhibit A right here across from you. Yeah. So feel free to put in any holes or plug in whatever you need to do to fill in. You need to plug your hole? <laughs> you sick bastard. Um, New Mutants. Um, okay, cool. so I'll just start with overall. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of excitement for the movie going into it or anticipation. I was just, I was kind of curious. How you just want to knock it. it off your list at this point. Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, overall, I'm just, we'll go into here in a second, but overall, I'd probably give it, you know, maybe like a, a five, maybe a six, six out of 10, five or six out of 10. I'm iffy on that. Um, <laughs> but there was, there was some good in there and some, for certain things, certain aspects. You could tell the writer director, um, is a fan of the source material, mm-hmm. um, because there was a lot of comic accurate stuff yeah. that was, uh, that I saw. Um, but at the same time, there was a lot of drolling out. There was a lot of, hey, let's cut this other scene where they're talking. Okay, let's talk to another, let's go to this other scene where they're talking. <laughs> oh, let's let's cut away from that. Let's see what these other two characters are doing. Oh, they're talking too. Yeah. So it was more a lot of that aspect, and they were they were trying to cut in things here and there to not make it mm-hmm. as bad, but. Just it, it did for me. It did drag on just a little bit, um, but it was only an hour and a half long, so mm-hmm. it wasn't wasn't too bad. You know, it was like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. So initially, that was my Im- impression of it after uh, leaving the theater. Re- leaving the theater. That's what I originally thought. What about you? 
especially for you, you had no. Knowledge. I had no horse in the race. I didn't have any ties emotionally or. or have you heard of the name New Mutants before? Yes, you knew that was a comic book of yes. some sort. My introduction of the New did Mutants. You knew, did you know it had something to do with X Men? Yes. Okay. I um, <laughs> my first introduction to the New Mutants came through Googling X twenty three out of, of Ultimate course. Marvel Capcom three. <laughs> so. You're such a normie. Yeah, I do what I can. <laughs> um, so with no emotional stake, no horse in the race, I would give it a solid 7 out of 10. Um, mm. Primarily for what you mentioned a few seconds ago, it didn't feel like an hour 40 minutes. Yeah. It kept, it, it, it kept my attention throughout the whole movie. Oddly enough, probably because everything was new to me. Like I hadn't yeah. known characters to be like, oh, I don't like this guy. So I'm going to just zone out or be on my phone like you are right now. Or, oh, I like that chick. I'm going to look at her for the next 10 minutes and not look at anything else. I was I, everybody had an even playing field. So that's how I went in. And everybody, for the most part, um, did pretty good in, in far in my opinion. Okay, you know, um, definitely not the worst X Men movie if we're talking X Men timeline because that's we'll we'll get in that yeah. at the end here. Um, but what, yeah, yeah. What's your biggest positive from the movie? Biggest positive? Yeah, that's a hard one because, like I said, I was like right in the middle yeah. of, of all this. Um, some of the, I guess, the some of the accuracy of some of the characters they got. Um, well, you know what? No, fuck. I, I'm overlooking it. I, I'm overthinking it. Uh, Ileana, magic. That was my highlight of the movie. She's the one that kind of stole the movie for me. Um. She was the one with the blonde hair. Gotcha. Okay. Right. You're, you're, the, the, the deer in the headlights flick was just, what? Um, Ileana sounded a bit Hispanic, so I was like, that chick? With no, the bear? Nah. Ileana is uh, Russian in, gotcha. this, in this particular case. Um, but they had to look down for her. They had, when she powered up, she had the, the you know, yeah. the, the, the arm armor and the uh, the soul sword. They actually called it, you know, that. So um, we got to see basically all of her powers. Like, if you don't know... Like Ileana first started out, and she was like Colossus's little sister. That was it. And I was I was kind of disappointed. She reminded me of Psylocke a little bit. Mm, I, I could, but well, most of my again video games, most right. of my impression of Psylocke is from Marvel Capcom Two, and she has the same kind of blade looking mm, thing coming out of her hand. Yeah. So that so yeah. Um, well, they're not. So yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> but you know, so but Ileana, she was debuted as a little child, and she was Colossus's little sister. Which mm -hmm. I was kind of hoping that they mentioned referenced him in some aspect, but they didn't. Unless I missed it. Um, but but she grew to be a very powerful mutant, mm -hmm. like very powerful. Um, and she can teleport to what they call limbo, which is basically like a hell dimension, basically. Yeah. Um, and they showed all that. We got. All that, and it looked mm -hmm. visually stunning. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say badass. You could see where they spent the CG money on. Yeah, well, especially in the final scene. Yeah, uh, the final battle. Um, and before we get into that aspect, I just want to say, like, some of the other characters, like we had uh, Moonstar, uh, Danny Moonstar. She's like the, we. That's her. We're seeing this movie through her point of view, right? So um, she doesn't know what's going on. She's um, taken to this hospital or whatever to. So they can learn her mutant powers and have her control them, but we find out later on that's not the case, really. Um, but her character um, is fine. You know, it was funny. Like I noticed, the actress that they got to play her, she looks really just like how she was portrayed in uh, X Men Evolution, the old cartoon mm -hmm. from the early two thousands. Um, yeah, it was just kind of weird that that's. Uh, 
they got someone that is real that looked like the character, the cartoon <laughs> character. Anyway, so that was her. Uh, we has uh, Maisie Williams as mm-hmm. as Rain or Ron. I used to call her, I used to pronounce it Ron when I was reading the comics, but um, <laughs> she played Wolf Spain, Wolf Spain, which that was kind of a, a you know a downer for me because she was she's like a werewolf mutant, right? She, but she when she's doing a transformation, she just transforms into like a wolf, like a like a normal a wolf. normal wolf. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I thought she looked cooler as like half transformation. Yeah, right? I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, I thought she looked badass like that. But they didn't do a whole lot with that. It was just more like here she is, here here she is, there. Um, are we going to spend all this time doing her makeup, or is it, are we going to do easy CG of a, of an actual wolf to yeah. get to get some of this out? Yeah, and not to harp on it too much, but to me it felt a little. I don't want to say forced progressive that the relationship between. Oh uh, yeah, her and, and Danny. Mm-hmm. I thought that was not. I want to say unnecessary, but it is like oh, here we go. Maybe. Is that part of source material, or is that something you know? I don't ever recall that being, but I haven't actually read or, any current stuff. Or yeah, if it's current stuff, it that's could be current. That, I yeah. honestly I don't know, but from my recollection, I never knew yeah. of that aspect. Um, so anyway, we had those. We had um, I forget his the actor's name, but uh, Roberto Acosta. He plays uh, Sunspot. We don't get their names. We don't get like yeah. their mutant names. But um, the guy that went on fire, we call him Nut Up, Berto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, he was always kind of like the cocky, arrogant one in the yeah. comics. But the cool thing is, I don't know if you caught it, but we see him like flame up like twice. Right, the first time he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just kind of like out of control, yeah. and they push him into the pool. <laughs> Um, he's just basically on fire, like Human Torch, right now. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the movie, in the final final battle, he's like a dark, like he's black with white. He's like eyes. ashen almost, and that's how he is in the comics. In nice. the comics, he's he's drawn, he's, he's colored like solid black with like white eyes. Um, so th- that was a nice touch. Like it they, adds to the whole thread of the story that this is where you learn your power right, to control them, and right. that's him at his peak. Exactly. Flash a little, a quick little, not not to like make it a downer a quick flashback of x3 where Iceman's like yeah pyro you should have stayed in school yeah you know and that, yeah. i kind of got that that positive vibe from from in that scene too yeah. so yeah i liked it a lot so uh we also have uh the actor uh uh josh heaton no not josh heaton no that's that's guy plays spider um what's his guy it's from, from stranger things he plays the older brother in stranger things yeah that's another show i haven't watched yeah of course <laughs> anyway so he plays country uh, kid right yeah he plays sam guthrie who play uh Cannonball, mm-hmm. which again they don't have names, but when she's talking to Moon- Danny about him, she's like, "Yeah, he bounced around like a cannonball." So yeah. that was a little, "Hey, there's his name." But yeah, I thought his old Kentucky accent was like way too, too heavy. Much, like yeah. it was, it didn't feel like a natural. You're waiting for him to bust out a chicken leg, huh? Yeah, it was like <laughs> it didn't feel like he was twenty three herbs and spices. No. Yeah, I just felt like he was a guy playing a guy with a country accent. Like yeah. it didn't feel natural, right? Um, but I did like his, I don't want to say story arc, because he didn't really have a conclusion to his, it was his, but they dived into all their past, right? Mm-hmm. His was kind of like the most, uh, I don't Emotionally say, investing. Yeah, I guess, because it was about his dad, like they're in the mines. They're in coal mine, yeah. And he manifested his powers while he was in the mines with his dad and all his crow and the miners. And he, that's when his, his power is like, he's like a cannonball. He's like, shoots around. Yeah. And that's when he, and, and he cost. killed his dad and he killed mm-hmm. all the people. So I was like, damn, that's. And the whole time he's all banged up in the movie because he's constantly trying to control what he does. So there was a little bit of storytelling with that aspect, but it wasn't fleshed out enough to get a solid conclusion to it. I think if um, 
a negative for me might be my biggest negative um, isn't so much the movie itself. It's that there was enough there that you can not to get my hopes up, mm. but there was enough there, especially, for example, the character you're talking about right now of Cannonball, where you can you could extend that arc a, a movie or two. Mm. And the fact that we're pretty much just getting this and we're done with it because for whatever reason, we're just done. Right. You know, I feel like that's a big um, you're leaving not a lot, but you're definitely leaving some some kind of money on there the table. There could be stuff in there. I'm not going to say yeah. that's the saving grace of the movie or anything. Yeah. But. It, it, if not that not that I'm jumping ahead, but there are references to movies in the timeline that recently came out. So it's it's in the future. Right. So there's you 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 can bring back X23. 23 in a sequel Possibly. or they teased in the in the movie oh they're grooming us to be an x-man who wants who whoever i never thought i'd be a freaking x-man you yeah know? they're and the, x-men are a thing in yeah, this movie. yeah. They, so they left a lot on the table that you can actually you don't necessarily just because you have x-men now in the mar in your marvel universe that you have to like smash them all together you yeah. can have your x-men do their thing and deadpool do their thing and then you can have your marvel guys doing their thing on the side and then yeah. save all that for something bigger Right. Later, you know? Did you... What did you think of the swerve? Did you see that coming with the doctor and what she was really doing? Um, Not towards later on. Okay. Yeah. Here's and, and they did a good job for comic book fans to, mm -hmm. to kind of catch the hook in, in, in the bait and switch mm -hmm. because uh, the doctor, Cecilia Reyes, she is a character in the comics. Mm -hmm. She was an X-Men at one point and th those were her powers that she had. So when you see her name and you see her saying that she's she's treating, grooming she's, yeah. she's grooming them and trying to so as a fan or a, someone who knows like okay that makes sense but then as the story goes on you're like why is she still keeping them yeah here she's being too secretive right yeah she keeps saying her superiors and blah 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 and and the they even did the red herring of who do you think the superior is? You know, and he like he's yeah. in a wheelchair and he's like, ooh, I wonder who it is. <laughs> you know, so that was kind of fun, right? They're yeah, they're they're kind of playing I into think, the. I think start, my 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 nerdgasm started kicking in in some of those scenes where I'm thinking, if we're in this timeline and this goes with this, and Professor Xavier is old as shit and about to die or killed a bunch of mutants. Why is it the teacher helping him instead of worrying about these little brats? You know, there's other things outside that I was starting to think about to try to coalesce the whole story with this movie. Where I you was were thinking, thinking of the actual movie verse itself. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. of the actual movie verse itself because they yeah. were actually tying some stuff in. I was like, that's when the 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 they they started pulling on that hook. I was like, yeah. she might not be what I think she is. You know, because <laughs> because. You're halfway through the movie, and you and for all intents and purposes, you don't really know who the heel in this movie is. Still, it was a little—I uh, don't want to use the word sinister, but it was—it was, a, it was <laughs> ominous, right? Because we kept seeing um, the security camera, and we saw like the video screen, and then like monitoring all of them. Yeah. Which I gotta think—I gotta say—that was pretty cool. That was, mm. was in, it was it was—it kept my intrigue. Like, okay, where where are they going with that? But it just—it did keep going on and on for for a little while. Yeah. Um, to the point where, okay, what's going on? Like, what's because it's not really, it's not, it's not going to be the X Men, right? Yeah. Um, or could it? Well, no, because they <laughs> they reveal the switch was yeah. um, her superiors, um, Essex, Essex Corporations, and this is where we get the tie-ins to the other Logan to the movie. Yeah. So, okay, there was a uh, a couple quick little snapshots here of because Danny's powers, like she can 
gets she pulls memories fig- and and fears and she, everything else. She'll pull your your darkest fear and she'll make it reality and he'll make she'll make you live through it. Yeah. First of all, let me. Did you get like? Did you understand her power? Like when it first started happening, the, did you get? I thought that there were. I thought that. I thought that was the movie trying to introduce us to each character by showing them their journey of how they got ended up in that damn room. Right. I didn't realize that that was somebody pulling the strings right. of everyone else until it started happening to Danny. Right. Yeah. Well, it was from her. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I just wondered from from a normie, like, <laughs> did you like did you did you get everything that was going yeah. on? Like the demon bear. Did you get all that? Yeah. Okay. She, yeah. She because had, that's she, kind of because in the little yeah. lie detector room, they explain why she wore the bear and right. that the, the whole concept the, of two bears inside us. The, yeah. the opening narration is yeah. there's an old Indian proverb of, you know, there's two bears inside yeah. us. Yeah. Which one's the stronger one? It's the one you feed. Yeah. And then she and it book ended with another. Yeah. Um, well, it was funny because well, not funny, but is the the opening narration was there's an old Native American proverb of blah 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 blah, and at the end of it, she book ended. My dad had a saying. Yeah. So that was kind of that was kind of cool. Like it was her her journey. Yeah. You know, more of a person. Sto- that's where I'm thinking. That's where my my appreciation for the movie comes in because from start to finish, the thread of the story was was all tied together. So it didn't to feel her. like yeah yeah. And from her perspective, everything right. made sense from the beginning to the end, and it didn't feel like I was lost. And especially for somebody that doesn't know any of these characters, yeah. For me to not feel lost through the whole story was was pretty impressive for me. Did you get um, uh, Cannonball's power? Because and the reason I'm asking... Not at first. When okay. I saw him chained and then just going in circles, I was like, is who is Whirlwind? Hurricane? Who, who the f- <laughs> and, and that's why I'm asking because yeah. like, I know what he does, but like, to somebody who doesn't know the source, they never really explain what he does. Like He just... Just shoots off and goes yeah. all, and crazy. that's and that's part of man. You left a lot on the table if you don't want to do at least a sequel later on. If you film it now, it'll be released in six years, but at least we'll have the sequel. And even you know? then, like the the final battle, the the effects for him were like so fast. Like I even me, like I, I couldn't keep up with what he was doing. Yeah, like I get it. Like I got the concept of him shooting off, doing different things. What sets him apart from Quicksilver and the Flash? Well, he's not a runner. He's not a speedster. He just shoots like a cannonball, like, gotcha. shoot, like his name. Okay, <laughs> he's a pro- he's a projectile. Okay, <laughs> he doesn't run. Again, see, New Mutants for Dummies. But uh, he, if, they did not explain that. Yeah. So. But, and again, um, I think I, I read an article on um, on uh, IO9 uh, today. There was supposed to be a uh, a bonus scene, a post credit scene, but they nixed it because there's not a sequel to this movie. Oh, okay. scheduled so that's yeah. why they did um one of the artists of the of the comics actually sketched all the bill stars Sienkiewicz, which um and i probably butchered that last name he but probably bill did bill Sienkiewicz, he's the, he's one of, in the original run of new mutants he mm-hmm. was the artist uh for it he has a very um wild uh, art form like his his style was very like like i, I don't want to use the word edgy because that's not mm-hmm. what i mean what i mean like it's like straight lines and yeah like um You'd be able to describe it better than I am. You do draw out of the two of us. Yeah. Well, and then he did the the sketches on the on the when they're doing like the cast at the end. Yeah. He he did the sketches for, and he was a special thanks to him was in the credits also. Yeah. Um. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't care too much. I thought it looked ugly, like his artwork. But as I got older, I was like, oh, "That's pretty badass." You appreciate like, it. Yeah, compared to everybody else's style, you could tell his was his was unique. You ever seen? Um, the original Transformers number one Marvel comic? Yes. That's him. Ah-ha! 
okay. Yeah. Got you. So it's kind of boxy and kind of, yeah. kind of straightforward. Yeah. 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 It's almost minimalist in a way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but he did a lot of, if you do like do a search for the original new mutants comics, um, that's, that's, that's all him. So, um, anyway, where were we on the, okay. We did the characters, right? Oh, the, the swerve. Yeah. Right. The tie ins of the, the, of the universe. So we, we get the Essex, we get Essex corporation and that's when we find out that, She's that's just that's her that's superior she from, yeah. and she when she was getting the blood vials from Danny, um, which by the way her her code name is Moonstar, but her last name is Moonstar. And then whenever she was first introduced, she says Danny Moonstar, and Roberto just <laughs> he just kind of laughs because he's like <laughs> seriously, oh that's her name, oh, okay. <laughs> so um, anyway, so she's taking her blood and she puts it in a briefcase similar to the one that we saw at the post credit scene on X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, where the people come in and they get the X-23 blood tubes and uh, blood vials and they put in the briefcase and shut it and it says Essex Corporation. Mm-hmm. Same thing, same briefcase, everything. Also in, a, in the, the scenes that she's seen, the memories, Yeah. if you remember from Logan, the, the handheld camcorder that the, the woman mm-hmm. got and it shows all those kids being rushed around and pulled and tortured in that, in that facility, we're seeing those same clips. At least it was to, it yeah, was those clips. There right? were those clips. So... Um, uh, so that's the tie-in to that movie. So who? So whose visions were those clips? Were they the doc? The doc's biggest fear that she had to go through all that, I or is that, so. or is that where Danny came from and she escaped and she was adopted by the family that was killed in the I opening get, of the movie? I didn't get all that. I don't think that was really explained because they showed the memories. Yeah, I but they never really associated who they were with. No, they didn't. Um, and again, that was part of the aspect. I just I assumed I was just kind of overthinking it, yeah. But I was like, how clear is this coming off to people who don't know what mm-hmm. their powers are or anything like that? That was what I was kind of yeah. asking you. I was getting, a, I was trying to get a vibe for what you're, what you thought about it because <laughs> this is one of those things where it could be a very comic heavy, yeah, uh, movie, or it could be something for normies. But, <laughs> um, but I think it kind of balances out the the two. Yeah, to be honest, um. Because, like I said, the writer director, he's a big fan of the source material, mm-hmm. and he pushed for this movie. This movie's coming out basically because he keeps he's he's keep pushing yeah. it, right? So, um, those are the two big tie-ins. What do you think of the when you saw the Essex and the 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 shots? I forgot. I I was so focused in the movie that I forgot everything else. So when I noticed, oh snap, this is part of the fucking X Men movie, <laughs> you know, like I, it didn't. It wasn't until after I left the theater, I was like, oh, the kid in the wheelchair is pretending to be Xavier. Oh, crap, the clip's from Logan. Right. Oh, yeah, they they mentioned they wanted to be an X-Man and all that stuff. But um, I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I Like, even though the parts of the movie, it might not be um, easy to understand for somebody that doesn't know the source material, it's easy to follow mm-hmm. if, you're, if, if your source material is the movies because that's the timeline that this is in. Right. So you don't have to necessarily know the comics because they don't, the movies don't always follow the comics. So as long as you know the trail that the movies are going in, it's easy for you to follow the trail of, well, of and, the mutants on the, on the video. And plus they had that scene of them talking... They're just kind of hanging out, chilling, and they're talking about being an X Men. Yeah, you know who wants to be an X Men? I want to, be, you know, yeah. you want to sign up for that? You know, whatever they're saying. So uh, there's some, like I said, the good, the nods to the X Men universe was fun for me. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, now it got to, now it gets you to think well, what it could have been. 
You know, because I don't see this universe continuing I, unless something, yeah. unless some kind of backroom back, you know, back dealing. This is right. the this is the Spider Man Far From Home of the of the of the X probably thing. yeah this is probably I would, the last I would we'll think see of so. this until the new brand new chapter whatever they want to do. And the sad starts. thing is, look if you if you tie this in to Logan, now Logan takes place after the X Men universe, yeah. right? So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you can't move forward with New Mutants in the Logan universe because all the X-Men are dead. There's no more, I guess there's no more villains. I don't know what's because that wasn't really established in that movie. But, um, there are other kids in Logan, Mm -hmm. none of these, but there are other kids. So there are new mutants in that (laughs) new mutants. Yeah. (laughs) So you could combine, if you want to do X-23 and the new mutants, you could do that. We've already established Essex, and mm-hmm. we, as comic book fans, know Essex is Mr. Sinister. Yeah. So, if I'm not spoiling it for you, Chris. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And, and that was a big rumor, or that's a big want from a lot of the comic book fans, is to get a live-action Mr. Sinister yeah. on the big screen. We haven't got that yet. If this was to continue, I just wonder if that's the route they were going with making an X-23 New Mutants movie with yeah. Mr. Sinister as the as the big the I mean big among other emotional among, among other emotions that I was going through after we saw Logan one of the first things I one of the things on that list was I'm ready to see a Daphne Keene led X-Men movie so you have a a, a made character in X23 and Daphne mm-hmm. Keene that's already been established that mm-hmm. did a hell of a performance mm-hmm. and you've got a half dozen kids that just lost a person that was teaching them how to be mutants and are looking for a leader yeah it, it feels like the marriage goes hand in hand that that's your next movie in that same timeline but i don't see from the way logan ended i don't see x-23 as a leader you know she could be part of the group and work with them but i don't see her leading a group not from what i saw in the logan mm-hmm. she was like the the well to do out of the group in, in logan mm-hmm. but that's because it's you know basically her movie but I don't see her as a leader leading anybody at this point, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. Um, but there's still potential there if this was to, if this was to move forward. But I don't, I really don't see that. And, and plus, I, I mentioned this I think on our Logan episode we did years ago was, you know, these kid actors you got to strike fast. They grow quick. They grow quick. <laughs> um, look at what happened with uh, Hit Girl from Kick Ass. Oh yeah, she, second one she like boop. Yeah, it's like what the hell happened? It's not even cute anymore. Or you can go, for, or you can easily cover that up in the timeline we're in and just go a little further. This is yeah. twenty years later, and somehow everybody's grown well, up. Like, yeah, and everybody's I see what you're older. saying. Yeah, and everybody's older. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's that now. And the other part, if, if we're gonna keep, if we're gonna stay on this tangent real quick before we come back, not around too long. To the not movie, too long. Yeah. You have 20th Century Studios now, right? So you don't necessarily have to release everything under the Disney flag. Right. So you can keep going with this you could <laughs> under the under the 20th century banner but you know willing and dealing you know other actors involved they mm-hmm. have other projects they're doing so how do you know it's one of those things how would this even move forward at this point if disney would even allow it yeah which i don't think they are because obviously they're gonna have plans look they didn't buy fox <laughs> and to and, yeah. and and have the ability Multiverse to use of madness yeah you pull from everywhere We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But if we get there, if COVID keeps going, Jesus. we won't see this for another six years. 
Can we please just release Black Widow only so we can move forward with November the in the theater? Apparently, let's move forward, please. Let's let's release Black Widow as soon as possible, just so we can move forward. Because they're not releasing anything else. Yeah, Wonder Woman ain't coming until next year, regardless no, it's of October this year. Oh, they're doing October yeah. after all. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. All right, there's still hope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's get down to some of the stuff I didn't like. Go uh, for it. Your biggest flaw. Um. The overall, like, the final battle was against the giant bear. <laughs> like, really? I mean, that's... And it was so CG heavy. It was like, even for me, I was like, what's happening here? What are they doing over here? It was just a little... We had, like, an hour and 15 minutes of talking. And then... Whoosh, oh my, all, all the crescendo one, came up for everybody. A giant bear? What the, what the hell? You know? Um, you know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. just, it was just out of nowhere, almost, in a way. Um... And besides that being a downer for me, just the overall plotting of the movie, it was just kind of trugging along. Of like, what's I, the MacGuffin? Like, who who are we? Yeah, yeah. What's it like leading to? Right, like obviously, who are the superiors? Right, but we never get physically see it of who the superiors are, mm-hmm. which I would imagine would have been part two. Part two, you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, there was just some. Overall, like the the overall pacing and everything of the movie was just blah for me. You know? I'm gonna add a little more fuel to your fire there because I'm an equal opportunity asshole. So you've heard these. Our listeners have heard me say this several Warner Brothers DC movies. So I'm gonna say the same thing for this Marvel movie. Hmm. Why does every final act have to be at night, <laughs> where you can hardly see shit? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, can't, I can't. It'll probably look a lot better on HD on 1080p when it comes out on Blu-ray. And it'll look a lot clearer. But or, or 4K. Or 4K, whatever. <laughs> why yeah. every every final act on these hero movies, why are they always at night where it's hard It's it's hard to get? It's more dramatic that way, man. Uh, but yeah, I get what you're saying. That's why I liked uh, Infinity War. Yeah, (laughs) I can see everyone, everyone. I can see that axe go right through Thanos' chest like nothing. Yeah, man. Um, You mean through Thor's chest? No, Thanos. Thanos never got the axe in his chest. Thor did. And then that's when Captain America threw Mjolnir and and caught it. I'm talking about Infinity War, not in-game. Fool. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Endgame 2 was, was pretty much... A that was in like evening. That was at dusk. <laughs> Touche. Okay. Um, so that, that was a couple of things that I, did, I didn't care too much for. The CGI of the demon bear looked cool as fuck, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how, Mar- how the Marvel Universe has certain like out there beings that you can easily get attached to. You had Groot. You had the Flurkin. Um, for anyone that was all in on the Marvel franchise, uh, the Inhumans had Lockjaw. No. <laughs> and in this movie, fucking Demon Bear was badass. No, you were close. I was, I was on. I was, I was following you for a little bit. I lost you at Lockjaw. Well, that too. Okay. <laughs> You're on the right track, but instead of Demon Bear, Lockheed. Lockheed. That was Gush a, about Lockheed. That was a that was a nice reveal. Um, first of all, I'm going to get hit by comic book fans. I, I, I know Lockheed is associated with Kitty Pride, Shadowcat, not uh, Magic, although Lockheed does go through limbo with uh, mm-hmm. Magic. So I can get really nerdy with that. And you haven't read the new comics. They might be a, 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 a pair in the new comics. Well, I've seen, I've seen Lockheed with Magic from time to time, mm-hmm. but 
classically, yeah. Lockheed is associated with Shadowcat. Got you. So that's my nerd out for that right now. That being said. That being said, it was funny because at first she was this old puppet. Mm-hmm. And and you we don't know Magic's character yet. So she's like kind of quirky, kind of like, what what's going on with this chick? Yeah. You know, because she's got the little puppet she's and everything. Schizo. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. And it's not until the third act when she goes to Limbo and she turns, she goes, sets Limbo out like that. Yeah. And we see Lockheed like actually actual, in a little Spyro, yeah. the dragon. <laughs> yeah, Spyro the dragon, yeah. <laughs> So um, that, that was, was awesome. That was, that was cool to see that reveal because at first it was like ah lucky like a, it was like a little weakened knot at first. Yeah. But then we see Lockheed's an actual. Thing. If this wasn't, I'm, I'm gonna take a guess that this was PG-13, right? Because I believe of the so. Source material. Yeah. If this was PG, you could mark Marv, Disney could market the fuck out of Lockheed. Oh, they still can. Yeah. I mean, if they wanted to. Yeah, if they yeah. wanted to. But I was like, man, all right. There's a there's a little bit of every, almost a little bit of everything in this movie for you to at least have your curiosity baited. Yeah, you know, it's it's so funny because um we're well before I, I move on, did you have anything else you wanted to say no. any things about the movie specifically? Okay. So, it's kind of funny because when um I asked you what you thought, you said like 7, right? Mhm. I, you know, me, I was like what 5 or you 6. You were apprehensive 5 was, or 6 and the, you weren't right, steady footing there. I was in the middle, right? 5 yeah. or 6. I asked my wife, my wife went with me. She obviously doesn't know all the source material, right? She was like, eh, it's about a five. You know? I'm on I'm on IMDb right now. And, Ooh, give us the scoops. Uh five point seven. Okay. So it's like overall, generally, like it's kind of like okay. it's like average. Yeah. It's like it's not great. It's not the worst. Now, I don't know if you caught this. We went viral for a minute, right? This opening day. Um I, I think it was Forbes. They they wrote a review for it and they it said it's the worst X Men movie ever. And Maisie Williams, she retweeted it. <laughs> and she says, uh, "Yeah, it sounds like a must see. Go see it. Go check it out. Get your tickets now." So that was kind of that was kind of funny that she like retweeted like that that particular yeah. review. And I don't know, it's two and a half years old. She got her check cut already. And What's didn't, like, didn't I hear something a while back about how the actors in it were just kind of like they're yeah. done with it? Did I hear something about that? Yeah, they're like just tired of messing with it because it's like. Two and a half years, they're still working. We're still on doing. Fucking... We're still doing promo tours online, yeah. even though I'm at home. I still got to talk about this movie. Three years old. Yeah. Normally, this thing would have already been on HBO by now. <laughs> yeah, for real. So, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna check. Uh, Rotten the, Tomatoes. Yeah, the, the tomatoes here, and see. Apparently, it made seven million in the theaters the first weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't even check box office because why? Why bother? What box office? Exactly. Yeah. And I was thinking before I was thinking, how funny is that? That not only is it going to actually going to hit the theaters, it's probably going to be the number one movie. Yeah. Compared <laughs> to what? One of one. So well, check, one of two at least, because there's another movie. Check this out. The audience score. Oh lord. Uh, Can I score. guess? It's one. It's it's between one and a hundred, right? Yes. Uh, seventy-five. No, shut up. So Damn. the the audience score. Fifty-three <laughs> percent. Right down the middle. Um, no, now that's not critic score. Oh, critics Criti- is what thirty something? Thirty-three. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but critics don't like nothing unless you hate it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's. I mean, it was a fine movie. I would say if you're a comic book fan, if you're an X Men fan, definitely check it out. Which you probably will anyways if you're an X Men fan. Yeah. But there are. I was. I wasn't. I didn't know what I was to ex- expect when it came to tying it into a Marvel. I mean, to a universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if they still have plans to do anything with it. And to me, that's kind of the intriguing factor of everything on this. 
Like they have it. It's out there. It's 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 released. Yeah. It's it's canon, right? So where where do you go from there? I guess where was the budget compared to? Well, even the budget doesn't matter because this was post merger. They could have simply routed off if it made nothing. Yeah, it could be write off or yeah. know, whatever. So I mean, but I mean, Disney bought whatever the yeah. <laughs> whatever that was. So, uh, but if it becomes a cult hit, or if, you, or if there's a, a a groundswell, yeah, you know, that's that would give be me more Maisie Williams, you know, among other things in that movie. Give me more Ileana. Yeah. She could be definitely tossed into an MCU. Mm-hmm. She was definitely MCU material, I thought, in this movie. She survived the snap by being in limbo? Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. My man. All right. Yeah. Um, everybody else died. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, overall, I, yeah, like right down the middle, an average flick. Definitely not the worst. Definitely so, not the best. In your list, subsequent list in your head in the X-Men universe, is this right down the middle? Right down the middle? No. Um, but it won't be. It's definitely not the worst. The worst is Dark, Dark Phoenix. To the me, that's, Dark that's, Phoenix. that's the worst fucking piece of shit film, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Um, this is. I'm trying to think what else was shitty. Apocalypse. It was Dark Phoenix, then Apocalypse. I'd say Dark Phoenix, then X-Men X3. Three. X3. I think the the Magneto story of him losing his family is is enough emotional Wait, investment. And, 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 it, it, during Apocalypse, where Magneto w- went out on his own, and he had created oh, a family, yeah. and they killed his family, and that turned him heel again, that was enough heel. emotional investment for me to rank it over X3. There's not... That I thought I got more emotional investment out of that than I did the last scene of Wolverine. You're gonna die with Jean Grey. You'll die for them. I was like, no, I'll die for you. Oh, like yeah. that. That didn't feel genuine. And there was three movies worth of story for that. Right. But the Magneto scene in 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 Apocalypse. That's probably the only good part in that movie compared to what I thought was the only good part in that movie. But it was followed by shit. A lot of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. There's Magneto's gonna just float concrete around for the next thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, and kill billions of people, and then be okay in the next movie. I guess whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really thought about this hardcore, <laughs> but I, yeah, probably maybe in the middle. Yeah, at right down the middle, right? <laughs> That's, um, it, like I said, it wasn't horrible. It, it, On the it bad side bad. is Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix. X3 in no particular order. Right. And the top side is Logan. I wouldn't even count Deadpool because that's completely different. No. Logan, uh, Days of Future Past, um, First Class, and I'd probably X-Men have one. X-Men 1 and or, 2. Yeah. So this, yeah. So I, it's, 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 I would call it down <laughs> the middle because the bad are a lot worse than the good are very good, if that oh. makes any sense. We'll just say so it's right down the middle. Yeah, it's right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, is that it for New Mutants? For the most part. Yeah, that's it for New Mutants. For now. For now. For now. So wait and see. Yeah. I am curious about multi- Multiverse of Madness, what they're going to do with that. That's, yeah. I, I, I think we get a, uh, if, if we get an encore of this story, it'd be in Multiverse of Madness before anything. anything. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, so that's it for New Mutants. Um now, also, there was some tragic news over the uh, mm. over the last few days here. Shocking news, like out of nowhere. Um, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther. He, Jackie Robinson. Yeah, he he passed away. He had colon can- stage four colon cancer. He's had on Jackie Robinson's birthday. Jackie Robinson's act. Well, yeah, passed away. 
Um, he had stage three colon cancer since like 2016. And then it was stage four. Recently. Like, recently, yeah. yeah. So um, just, the, just, the, just the fact that he, he was a younger man, 43 years old, passed away from colon cancer, yeah. which typically doesn't affect that many younger people. Like yeah, that. The, the, original, the original timeline that doctors will, ask, will, will suggest that we get checked for that would be in our 50s. Right. Normally. Yeah. Um, so colonoscopy even, and all that stuff. Yeah. Water yeah. in, water out. Yeah. All that stuff. I'm not looking forward to. It. So, but but that pushed up the date for me. I've, yeah, I've had, it, it I've had some you, of that in my family. My grandmother died from colon cancer. Yeah. And so it, 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 I'd already thought about in my mid 40s, early to mid 40s. Nah, I'm, I'm I'm within the next 12 to 16 months. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Just well, to be clear, you're still well. You're still a young whippersnapper. At this point, you just want to get a finger up your butt. So. Um, <laughs> or water, liquid. Whatever no, man. Finger all the way. <laughs> so you might want to just hold off just now. Just one. Just one. Unless you like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Doc. Can you check that again? <laughs> like road trip. You said two fingers. Better make it three. <laughs> <laughs> Are we joking about this? Or <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just sad. And it's just uh, so unexpected. And uh, no, because nobody knew about it. Yeah. And to think, like this is what gets me. Like to think. That all this time he was going through the role of, of Black Panther and Civil War and then his Infinity War. And all, all this whole time he was fighting this battle. Mm-hmm. Think about how it is when you get like a stomachache. And you just, you know, you're like, ugh. You know, yeah. that's a stomachache. This mofo had cancer, stage three colon cancer. And he was still going out and doing all these stunts. And well, maybe not stunts. And but, getting, staying yeah. in shape. Yeah. Now this last year, you could tell yeah. he was he was getting more thinner, but you could maybe he was doing it for a role or, or whatever yeah. the case may be. But um, it's just sad, just overall, um, and not to not even including the things that you were just mentioning, like the Jackie Robinson. He played Jackie Robinson, you in know, forty two, and yeah. he and he uh, and he died on the Jackie st- Robinson's birthday on Jackie yeah. Robinson's birthday. So um, things like that, they just kind of like add up. You are like, oh man, the impact of all this just. Yeah, uh, the symbolism and everything is just is crazy, but um, especially in the times that we're in right now with riots and stuff and BLM and all the other stuff. Yeah, on. we're not going to get into that. Which, yeah, we don't need to. But just there's a whole lot. There's yeah. a lot of stars that, for whatever reason, people can make the assumption that for whatever reason you they can align. connect the dots if you yeah. want. And, and there's and more dots to connect them. if you look for them. Yeah, basically. but yeah. but we'll keep it easy. Yeah, Black it, Panther's gone. Yeah, and it's just I mean it's sad. It's just so it's kind of like when you heard that like. Paul Walker died, or Chester uh, Bennington from Lincoln Park. Yeah, or some, people our age that yeah. aren't supposed to go. Right, the living were not done with him. Yeah, and it's just it's crazy. So um, now I, I I don't it's it just this is fresh news from just a couple days ago. I I don't want to be that guy that's going to ask the question. But there's already people asking that question already. So let's just get into it because it's like the elephant in the room. Right? Yeah, what happens? With Black Panther, what happens with MCU? So here's the part where we where we could possibly get people that are going to be upset at the obvious, because this isn't. I I would think that this isn't something where it's it's being forced because it's in the books and it's being told in the movies. It makes perfect logical sense for Shuri to take up the mantle. I've heard that as a major fan. It's theory. E- it's a, it's an easy yeah. fix now. There's there's a bunch of other options of going another 
male Black Panther. Right. You could recast. Yeah, he could recast. Um, at least to fill the hole, or at least to fill the gap between pa- passing the mantle over to Shuri. I don't see... I don't. I wouldn't see somebody just taking over the mantle for another three or four movies. I, w- I if it would make sense to just pass it down to Shuri, yeah. especially after the 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 all women group scene that we had at the uh, during. <laughs> and <laughs> you're not the only person that feels that way, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you guff about it. But after that scene, they've laid enough foundation where it makes sense to the viewer and to the comic book fan that this is the way to go. Yeah, but no, and and I would. Yeah, I could I could see that, and um, not that I have a, none of us have a choice in the matter, but I would. Yeah. That's the most like you're saying. That's the most logical thing that yeah. makes sense to do if you're not going to just recast T'Challa as a, like another actor to play him. Yeah, um, I think it would be too soon to recast Much him. Much too soon. Thankfully, what the next Black Panther movie was supposed to come out three years from now. And here's the thing: they, they had to have started filming. They had to have known. Yeah. Because think about it. Any any actor that goes on to a movie... They have to get screened. They get screened. They get insurance checks. They get all this stuff. The the studios have to cover themselves, make sure they're healthy and all this other stuff. So Marvel, D- Disney, they had to have known. Yeah. So maybe that's why Black Panther was... Pushed and back. if you're... And it, a testament to the, to, the, to the cast, you work with those people for so long, the rest of the cast at one point or another had to have known this. Oh yeah. So for Chris yeah. Evans, well, maybe not. Chris, maybe it was a very personal, private thing, and maybe Possibly. nobody knew. Possibly. Nobody, in in this day and age, for it's this, hard to keep a secret for something like that to not mm-hmm. get out, especially yeah. with the way he was looking at those last this last year. Yeah. Um, it, that says something how private he must have been mm-hmm. about everything. So I mean, he's got some other projects still lined up that are be coming out. Did you watch that new one that uh twenty one? 21, 21 Bridge. Bridges. It was on my watch list for 2019. I didn't get a chance to, but I'm pretty sure that within the next couple of weeks, it will pop up in the red box again oh, because of the yeah. situation. Yeah. Maybe also 42, which I have on my computer. is actually a very good, a very good Jackie Robinson biopic. Um, I, I'm very much, very much sooner than later. If I get the opportunity through Redbox, I will catch. I'll get my hands on Twenty One Bridges to check it out because I like the story, the premise. There's a killer on the loose in mm-hmm. in Manhattan, so they shut all the bridges down to keep them on the island to say so they could try to capture. Oh, is that what it means? Yeah. Oh. So, anyways, I just wanted to say uh, that it's a tragic loss, and you know, at least he's you know not in any pain anymore. So rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Finally, I thought of Ali in the middle of the yard. In his elder years, drawing from his victories and his losses. At that moment, I realized something new about this, the greatness of Ali and how he carried his crown. I realized that he was transferring something to me on that day. He was transferring the spirit of the fighter in me. Sometimes you need to feel the pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined inside of you. God says in Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Graduating class, hear me well on this day. When you This day when you have reached the hilltop and you are deciding on, on next jobs, next steps, careers, further education, 
You would rather find purpose than a job or a career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. When I dare to challenge the system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes with no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes or talents, when I questioned that method of portrayal, a different path opened up for me. The path to my destiny. When God has something for you, it doesn't matter who stands against it. God will move someone that's holding you back away from a door and put someone there who will open it for you. If it's meant for you, I don't know what your future is, but if you're willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, the one with more failures at first than successes, the one that has ultimately proven to have more meaning, more victory, more glory, then you will not regret it. Now, this is your time. <laughs> the light of new realization shines on you today. As you commence to your past, press on with pride and press on with purpose. Keep going back! Keep going back! So they had competition. If we're going back wait, to who had competition to the movies, because what? New Mutants was not the only movie that was out this past weekend. I also saw Unhinged on Sunday. Okay, give me a quick recap. And uh, worth my time. Okay, in thirty <laughs> seconds or less. Um, Russell Crowe, road rage, having a bad day, all hell ensues. A, a final destination-ish, I got that vibe a couple of times, but another movie where the thread from the beginning to the end was tight and it kept me involved in the movie, it also did not feel like an hour and a half. Uh, I'd suggest watching it. Okay. There you go. All right. I didn't want to give too much away. Yeah. But it almost sounds like when you said road rage and everything happened, it almost, it's not road rage, but it reminds, what you're saying, I had a quick thought of uh, falling down with uh, Michael Douglas. Mm. You haven't seen that movie? No. Okay. I have not. Um, <laughs> but it's about a dude that this, everything goes wrong and he just snaps and just goes, it's kind of like that. Goes postal, basically. Yeah. So, um, all right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll, I'm down for watching any, any movie about a dude snapping and going crazy. I can relate. Just a bit of forehand because it's 2020. I figured uh, forehand you, uh, because it's 2020. Just let one let out there. It is a female empowering movie. Oh, so if that's not your cup of tea, just focus on Russell Crowe. I'd rather not. <laughs> His performance is pretty good. Okay. Well, I mean, he yeah. he can be a good actor. Yeah. Sometimes. Not all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> no. Um, is there anything else that's coming out besides Tenet? Tenet. <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Um, just m more stuff that's hitting the um, the video on demand. You know what was also because I just checked when we we're sitting in my car waiting for the movie to open. I was like, let's go. On. I went back on Fandango and I was like, what else is playing? 
I was just kind of curious. These mofos were playing Jurassic Park and um, uh, was it Ghostbusters? No, not Ghostbusters. Uh, Indiana Jones. No, Indiana Jones was on there. There's, they're it? playing classics. Yeah, the, the first yeah. Deadpool is still there. Okay, uh, we're talking about classics. Oh, right? Classics, oh, yeah. <laughs> Independence Day. No, what the hell was it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, they're playing like older movies. But I remember yeah. Jurassic Park. It was like, hey, was like, hey, they're playing Jurassic Park. Let's go watch it. She's like, no. So Back to the Future. I think the first one that was, it was at one yeah. point they were playing yeah. that too. Yeah, before everything reopened for sure. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I mean, to go back and if you wanted to check out the old classic movies in the theater, now's yeah. your chance. You know, yeah, and social distance too, <laughs> to not have any any of these uh, these neck beards sitting yeah. next to you. Yeah, yeah, you can take your mask off and everything. You'll be okay, Chris. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, be, I'll yeah I'll it'll consider be, it'll it be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Breathe. Yeah, yeah, just not in this house. Put your, <laughs> put your mask back on. And by the way, oh, oh, oh. by the way, if anybody's asking, we are separated by a desk. We have yeah. separate microphones. There's we a are actually six feet apart. Watching close enough. Yeah. So, um, and and there's a computer screen in between us. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> we're fine. Now, after this, we're gonna hug. But after that, <laughs> <laughs> it's no. been four months, man. Five months, but who's counting? Five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who killed David? Ar- uh, you can't kill David Arquette. Is a movie that's on well, video on can, demand. But eventually, yeah, yeah. Times undefeated. Well, I'm surprised drugs haven't done it but, yet. But. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, which means they're due. Shameful for you saying which that. Which means they're due. Drugs are also undefeated. But um, I, we're, I'm making plans for you and I and a couple of other friends of ours to watch this movie together, socially distancing as much as possible. More possibly. beards. Yeah. Jesus. Well, I'm growing mine out, man. Try the new look. But no. yeah, I'm, I'm, we're, we would like the content of, of the movie of Who Killed David Arquette for people that are still into or used to watch wrestling back in the day. So Now, for those of you who may not know, David Arquette... Uh, he liked his role in Reddit Rumble so much he decided to become a wrestler. I'm not kidding. That's what he's doing right now. Yeah. Go look it up. Anyway, so besides that, anything else? Um, the Wonder Woman in October was news to me. I did see the trailer for uh, Black Widow in November. Uh, so we do have new stuff coming. Oh, um, Mulan. They, uh, Disney just announced that Mulan's actually going to be for free in December. Oh, yeah, because I posted that on our Facebook page. Yeah, Chris. that's yeah. where I got it from. Yeah. <laughs> Your, your number one source for news. And, uh, Facebook.com slash PopCultureRewind. And on the Twitter machine. Do you still use the Twitter machine? No. <laughs> well, if you're feeling nostalgic. <laughs> PopCultureRWND. <laughs> I got to do a Twitter page just for my just being nostalgic for this doomed podcast. Uh, no, Instagram and Instagram and, uh, and Facebook is... If there's anything on Twitter, it's because it gets carried over from Instagram yeah. or something. Or Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Mulan, I was never going to pay $30 to see Mulan. I will wait three months yeah. to watch it for free. If that. But you, okay, I was about to say, but you will watch it. Eventually. Yeah. I'm not, and I, I'm not like, oh my God, I got to watch it. Yeah. No, I'm, no. no. I'm, I'm in that boat too. Of course you are. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's going to do it for the show. So... Chris, I just want to say thanks for uh, ruining this podcast for me. I do what I can. So is this the part where you, I leave now? Like I, I come out, I go, I go where I came? Yes. Okay. Get out of here. See you later. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. Okay, there he is. He's going. He's going. All right. Now I can really start the show. Welcome to Pop Culture Rewind. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Let us do it. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in this episode. Uh, if you haven't done so already, uh, give us a uh, rate and review wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, until next time, always remember to pop your culture. Dad.
That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.